Welcome to the Money With Mark show. I'm Money With Mark and I have a problem. You see, I started 2023 off with $10,000 in debt. And as a personal finance influencer, I'm embarrassed. So in this episode of the Money With Mark show, I'm gonna take you through how I got here and how I plan on getting out of this $10,000 of debt. Let's get into it. Together with my wife, I run a marketing agency. We specialize in search engine optimization. It's called Make Your Mark Today. And at the beginning of 2022, we made a business decision. We, at the time, had the most clients we had ever had, and we had had more work than we had ever had. We needed more help. One of our part-time employees was a contractor, and we wanted to bring her on full-time. One of the biggest things I've learned from running a business is that having the right people and paying the right people is a lot more affordable than hiring the wrong people. I've made that mistake enough over the few years of running this business that I will not make that mistake again, or I will at least be quicker to fire and slower to hire. But regardless, at the beginning of this year, we had new clients and we needed to deliver on more work and we were maxed out with our capacity. So we took our number one contractor and we said, hey, do you want to come on and work full time with us? And she said, yes. And we were absolutely thrilled to have this. And by all means, this was the best decision that we've made as a business, or at least one of the best. However, then some things happened throughout 2022. We lost a few clients. And so that brings down your income. But on top of that, I've realized that there is a huge difference for entrepreneurs from running your personal finances and running a business's finances. Because when you are just an employee, uh, when I before I started my business, it was relatively easy to manage your personal finances. And I was curious why other people would struggle with it. That's kind of why I started Money With Mark. Because when you are being an employee, you have a relatively stable income, which is your salary, and you know, you might get some boosts here and there from different side hustles or tax benefits or things like that. But for the most part, your salary is consistent and your costs fluctuate on a month to month basis. However, when you take that and then you go and run your own business, especially being self-employed, the big thing that we don't realize as entrepreneurs is that now our income fluctuates and our costs still fluctuate. And a lot of times you have a baseline of costs that you just can't get below. So your costs fluctuate and your income fluctuates. And if those two paths were to cross in the worst case scenario, which means high costs and low income, then you might come into a cash flow pinched position. And that's exactly the, the position that I found myself personally in in 2022. So at the beginning of the year, we had a lot of clients hired on a new person full time, and then we lost some clients. Instantly, our margins started to get pinched. And then on top of that, what compounding effect was that I had a lot of big personal expenses coming up. I had my own wedding with my wife or ex-girlfriend, current wife. Plus, we had to attend four weddings throughout the year, which is a lot of weddings. Now, we were able to do these extremely cheaply, but still, four weddings across the year really adds up, especially if you're not really expecting to have those costs. Now, when our business started to lose money because we lost a couple clients, we did start to do some more marketing. We pushed our 
YouTube presence more. We pushed our podcast presence more. We pushed our own SEO presence more. And while we were able to expand with some of our clients and gain a few new clients, we were still in a pinch position because of that pinched cash flow I described earlier. So when payroll was short, I found myself dipping into my personal line of credit in order to fuel payroll, which I really hate that I did because this is the classic story of an entrepreneur digging into their debt just to keep cash flow going. But here I was in the exact same position that I always feared and never thought would happen to me. So on top of the business things that were going on, I had those personal things, the weddings and my own wedding that was going on. And while I was able to do our own wedding extremely cheaply, and my wife and I did our own wedding for under $16,000 Canadian, which is about under maybe $10,000 American. So if you are curious on how we did a wedding so affordable, please comment down below. Let me know if you are interested in breaking down the financials of our wedding. And I would be happy to do an episode on that, which means that you should also subscribe to this podcast on YouTube or on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts in order to get our detailed financial breakdown of our wedding. And then the last aspect of the personal side of things which caused this cash flow pinch was my own downfalls as an entrepreneur. And I feel like I speak for a lot of entrepreneurs when I say this, but we are very chicken with our head cut off running around sometimes and we see a shiny object and we love to go towards it. And I find myself always caught in this problem I take on too much work, I take on too much responsibility, I take on new projects, I take on new business ideas, and I wanna run with them and go with them. And most entrepreneurs are doers. We love to have things to do. We love to be busy. And that ended up being my downfall. And I find that I do go through these fluctuations personally, where I will get involved more, take on more projects, start increasing my workload, and then I'll get overworked, I'll get overwhelmed, or maybe some of them start underperforming or are performing cash flow negatively, or I'm just neglecting them over time. And then I have to go in the reverse and I need to scale back and I need to close projects down and I need to close businesses down or close revenue streams down. And that is a tough problem to deal with as entrepreneurs. To be honest, I feel like that's something that I should talk to a therapist about but why talk to a therapist and spend that money when you can just lose your money trying a lot of fun business ideas? But seriously though, I should maybe talk to an entrepreneurial therapist about it. So if you know of an entrepreneur therapist, I feel like that would be a really good niche to be in. Um, let me know, DM me on Instagram at moneywithmark. And there was one more major business decision that ended up coming to bite me in the butt. When I first started this business, I was bootstrapping things. I wanted to do things as affordable as possible. So for my bookkeeping and accounting, what I did was I traded services with a CPA, a professional accountant, and I got, because I couldn't do a ton of the work that we needed to do, like bookkeeping, which can be pretty cumbersome and not really something that a lot of accountants do, but they'll hire other people to do it. So I hired a part-time accounting student to run our bookkeeping under the supervision of our CPA and an accountant. So in 2022, when we started the year, when we filed our year-end taxes, our accountant came back to us and said, hey, we got huge problems because our QuickBooks were not categorized properly and there's all these issues. Long story short, our numbers from the year before were not right. And so I don't know what I'm doing as a 
bookkeeper or as an accountant. I know enough to know, are we making money? Are we cash flow negative or are we cash flow positive? How much cash reserves do we have? I know the basic information that entrepreneurs need to need, need to know, but I do not know those detailed bookkeeping information. Like how do you classify things properly in QuickBooks? How do you generate reports in QuickBooks? And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but I didn't expect our part-time accounting student to know that, but I did expect our accountant that we were exchanging services with, with my marketing company, the SEO company, Make Your Mark Today, I expected that they would then instruct our part-time student to make sure the bookkeeping was done correct. So the fact that this problem was brought up was a surprise to begin with. And the amount of cleanup work needed to be done was extensive. I'm talking like hundreds of hours of bookkeeping work that needed to be redone. And that means hundreds of hours of people's time that I need to pay for as a business. So that was the other business expense that was really, really hard to take. We ended up having to get rid of our accountant that we were trading services with and hire on one new accountant to do our year end taxes. And then we brought on another accountant to get help get our actual QuickBooks and our bookkeeping done properly. And that total cleanup work, because we couldn't take that massive financial hit to get that cleanup work, work done um, just in one, one month, we had to expand that out over many months. And so we actually have been working for months in order to get our bookkeeping back up to where it should be, which is knowing your cash flow, knowing how much cash reserves you have and matching your actual numbers that you're seeing in your bank account. So from the accounting side of things, the biggest lesson I learned as an entrepreneur is to always have a double verification. So if you want to hire one bookkeeper, hire a third party accountant or a tax accountant to then go and verify that those books are being done correct. Or if you hire a tax accountant, then go hire another tax accountant and say, hey, I just want to pay you to review our year end taxes, make sure they're done correct. That double verification process we now have in place. And I'm very confident that at least our finances will be done properly and we will not have a massive accounting bill like we did this past year. Now, here's my plan on how to get out of debt. Number one is personally, I need to spend less than I earn. Now, that as an entrepreneur, if you are one, you will know is easier said than done because your income will also fluctuate as an entrepreneur, uh, although it should not. And that's one of my goals for this year is to pay myself a consistent and healthy salary because as entrepreneurs and business owners, we take all the risk. And so we deserve to have appropriate compensation for that risk and work that we put in. So what that means for me is to look at my business and see where we can reduce costs. We've already cut down thousands of dollars of costs per month. And that means growing your income making sure you have higher padded margins. So that way, when your income dips and your expenses rise, that you still have enough margin so that you are not pinched in a cash flow position. So the money that we saved by cutting unnecessary costs, we are now putting into marketing for our own business. And I'm very happy to say that with January being done now of 2023, we have more potential clients that are almost being onboarded than we've had in any month ever throughout the history of our company. So we are already looking very positive for increasing that margin. The second thing I'm going to do 
is I'm going to set up my automated cash flow tracking for my business. If you have seen my Google Sheet budget template that I use personally, I find that has been extremely helpful to make sure that personally you are spending less than you earn and it is automated. So it automatically pulls in your transactions so you can compare your income versus expenses. And that can be all be done in less than 15 minutes a month. If you want to see what that looks like in action, then click the video up in the corner here, or maybe it's up in the corner here, and you can watch that video and get my free Google Sheet template. But when I was pulling out of my line of credit, I decided, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I not using this amazing resource that I've been using for years personally? Why am I not using that for our business? So I went and set up January 1st of this year, I went and set up my very same ultimate anti-budget temp template. That's in the Google Sheet that you can get a free guide with in the link below this video or in the link in the podcast notes. And I set that up for our corporation. So now as the business owner, I see our cash flow as it happens in real time. So I see it come in and I make sure that as a business, we have solid margins. Solid margins, and that means having also Number three, our cash reserves set up to be transferred automatically. So as a business, you know that you have upcoming capital ex expenses. Maybe you need to buy a new laptop for yourself. Maybe you need to buy a new camera. You know those are gonna be coming up. You also have areas where you might be pinched. So you need just cash reserves in general. You also might have to pay people. Um, <clears throat> you also might want to pay people bonuses for doing good work or save money up in order to give people raises. And so all of that money needs to start to be saved aside. And so back in the middle of last year, when I started realizing we were getting pinched financially, I set up a secondary banking and investment account for our corporation. And so now we have hundreds of dollars a month, I think maybe almost close to $1,000 a month now within the corporation that is going to Wealthsimple. It's a really nice investment and saving platform that allows you to earn interest on your money, your cash, and also invest some of your cash. Uh, so that's where all of our emergency funds for our corporation are going. And so we have quite a good little nest egg built up in there. So if we come to the point where, hey, we need a new laptop, but we also barely have enough money for payroll this week, then guess what? we can go dip into this emergency fund because we have enough money in there to replace that broken laptop. What I'm doing with the business is I'm taking these same principles from personal finance that are so well documented online and applying them to uh, being an entrepreneur. Now, maybe this isn't the best strategy forward, but this is what I have so far. If you have any ideas that are better, then please let me know down in the comments. I would be thrilled to hear them and respond to them. That's it for this episode of the Money with Mark show, and I will see you in the next episode. Peace out.